Welcome to this shifting moment. Every Monday and Wednesday, we focus on a reading. And these readings come from Richard's vast library of thought leaders, teachers, and spiritual guides. And after the reading, we offer up an invitation. And it's an invitation that's designed to move something in your own heart. It's designed to help you wake up, help you through your afternoon, or to wind down at the end of the day. Welcome to this shifting moment. We hope it helps. Diane Musho Hamilton, The Willingness to Feel. When we are held captive by strong emotions such as rage, jealousy, or grief, we can work with them by giving in to them instead of resisting or bypassing them. Forget your sitting posture for a while and let the body metabolize the experience that the mind resists. This surrender to sensation may feel extremely bad. Often we are deeply conditioned to keep the lid on our grief, but the heart and the body know what they're doing. Surrendering to unwanted sensations is itself a form of compassion. Our heart demands to be felt. As we weep, yelping or howling perhaps, our bodies soften, our nervous system reorganizes and adapts, and we move on like a child after a bout of tears. But before we can give in and let go and relinquish to the wisdom of the body, we must drop the cherished stories running through our minds. Stories about how this shouldn't be happening to us, about the wrong-headedness of the other, about how unfair life is. Any attachment to the thoughts that protest our feelings will prevent the body from doing what it knows how to do. We may resist grief for fear of drowning in it. With anger or jealousy, we may be terrified that we will burn up, but we won't. We will just feel. Feelings roll through like great storms. Soon we learn not to be afraid of them, but to relax into them as they rise up and pass away. Grief passes over us like a wave and then recedes. And like the calm after the storm, the space of big heart opens. We feel tenderness in our heart and the kind breath of compassionate love. When we allow the body to do its job without protest, grief can be transformed into praise, anger into clarity, and jealousy into freedom. Finally, when dealing with hurt, it is good to remember that it always cuts both ways. Even as we are hurt, we are bound to inflict injury. We are both oppressor and oppressed, perpetrator as well as victim. While we are certain to be hurt in love, we are equally certain to hurt others. Nobody escapes unscathed. So forgiveness isn't an option, it is essential. As compassion is to suffering, forgiveness is to injury. Our spiritual work shows us 
that pain is endlessly woven into the ever-changing fabric of being. We all hurt. We may not have the power to prevent or resolve conflict, but we all have the power to transmute our suffering into compassion for ourselves and for others. Sometimes this is our only option. Working with our feelings, keeping our hearts open, and staying with compassionate course promote fearlessness and courage. As our awareness expands, we can guide ourselves into our most difficult experiences with openness and clarity available to new possibilities, even when our options might be limited. Sometimes we just have to give up and let the big heart of compassion take the reins. To let the big heart of compassion take the rein. What a beautiful line. And I think it works perfectly with a line that's earlier on in this reading where they say, what's the story that we tell ourselves? What's the story that we tell ourselves? Because everything that we encounter throughout today, throughout our week, throughout our year, throughout our lives, goes through the filter of that narrative, of that story that we have in our head about ourselves. And the real truth is when we leave it in our heads, the story's potential stays right there within the construct of your tiny little skull. But when we hand the narrative over to a bigger space, a bigger space that looks like that compassionate heart, The story has room to grow. The same as a plant that's constricted inside of a small pot when we plant it in the ground, it now has limitless potential. That's the same with our stories. So the invitation today, when we encounter something that we need to add to our story or that we feel the need to constrict into our minds that we let that go and let it flow into the big heart of compassion.